The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Are you ready to move from your good life to one that is amazing? Then you've tuned in to the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you the tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is amazing. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone. I'm Temple Hayes, and you are listening today from Good to Amazing. And I just want to take time to thank all of you in our uh, radio audience that take the time to listen to our shows. Our whole intention with From Good to Amazing is to offer concepts and life experiences that help people from all walks of life. Today, we have Bob Vester with us. He's a Tampa Bay author, and he's also the head of Mystic Playground Productions. Bob, welcome to our show today. I'm so glad that you're with us. Well, thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. Bob, you have uh, released a new book called Josephine and the Gum Wrapper, and it is the, not only is it a precious book for children, but it is really teaches children the value of love, loving Mother Earth and that we have a responsibility to take care of her. You tell us about your book. Well, yes. That Josephine, uh, she's a great little kid, and uh, she, doesn't, she doesn't choose to litter, but the situation uh, sort of causes her to... Uh, look around at the environment and say, well, you know, what harm would one more little gum wrapper make when all this litter's already in the area? Uh, but actually, it changes everything. It was uh, that one piece that basically broke the camel's back, let's say. And uh, the thing that I, I think I like the most about the story is it, it, it tells a tale of, you know, it's like the dilemma the ramifications of the action, but then it turns into something good. And I'm so it's, it's that, a real uh, teaching tool. Yes, it is. And, you know, from what I've seen so far, I think the kids get it. It's, it's, I'm hoping the, the, the adults that read the book to the children, it might sort of, you know, wake them up a little bit. You know, it seems like we've become in the words of Reverend Russell, a little unskilled as to what to do with, with trash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited about you doing this national campaign, uh, No Trash Monsters, because this is going to be integrated within the school systems. So not only will the children be aware of it, but their parents, uh, the various communities, and to really ask people to look at, you know, these simple projects which they can do 
to uh, return America to being clean and naturally beautiful. I know um, a number of years ago I used to teach stress management. And, of course, at that time one of the leading-edge stress teachers was Richard Carlson. You probably are familiar with his work, Bob, because he taught Mm -hmm. all the series of Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And he would say that, you know, while you're just taking an afternoon at the park or when you take a walk with your dog or a child um, and you see litter, just make that part of your stress management is that you would pick the litter up. And I carry a bag in my car. And when I see litter as I'm walking along, I pick it up and put it away. It's, it's just a simple act. But yet, if everyone would do these simple acts, uh, one step at a time, uh, we wouldn't have anything huge to face as far as a, a challenge with having uh, so much trash and litter in our, in our world. So I love the concept, and it's very powerful because um, you're starting with where we can really reach, and that's with our kids. Yes, yes, this is uh, the idea in the book. Josephine actually asks her teacher if they could start some sort of cleanup program. And, uh, you know, they begin with their their school and their parks, their rivers. And what's interesting, in the short time this book has been out, and, uh, you know, we've put this no trash, trash monster slogan up, we've had people write us from as far away as California wanting bumper stickers to put on the sides of, you know, one had a, a beachfront-like restaurant, and they just wanted bumper stickers to remind people, you know, this earth is not, you know, just a, a landfill, so to speak. And what I'm hoping is, you know, I, I've seen this happen before. If one person demonstrates an act, you know, of, of kindness, just holding a door open or helping someone, if they see someone pick up litter and take that extra effort, maybe, you know, who knows where, where this will go. You know, down the road that day, somebody else might do this, and then someone will see that. And I think it's this whole idea that, you know, you remember the American Indian commercial with the tear in his eye, you mm-hmm. know, looking over that river back in the 60s? Yes. It seemed like, we, yeah, we were more... We, we kind of had it going on then, and I think now with as busy as things have gotten and, you know, people have just sort of forgotten. And, and that's our hope, is that just to, just to get people to, you know, change their mind, to wake up a little bit to what's going on. Well, I think it's real easy for people, um, even not even on a conscious level, to, to lower their standards. You know, it 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 matters um, that we take care of the earth. It it really does matter. I love what Alan Watts said that we are not born onto the earth. I mean, there are people that think that we come onto the earth this one time and it's our playground and then we leave. You know, we use it for everything it can offer us. You know, what's in it for me, and um, and then we exit it. And the opposite is actually true in that, as far as I'm, my own opinion, um, as humble as it may be, is that we actually are born out of the earth. 
and we return uh, back to the uh, dust and whence we came, so to speak. And I yeah. love that idea um, in, um, in the Jewish teaching that in one pocket a person would have a piece of paper that says, I am the co-creator of my universe. And in the other pocket would be, I am but ashes and dust. <laughs> mm-hmm. What I love about your book and your insight and your teaching is that you're saying somewhere between the ashes and dust and the co-creating of an entire universe, there are little simple steps uh, that we can take to be a difference maker versus a difference taker. And I was so um, lit up when I, when I saw this book, when I was introduced to it for the first time, because I know as a uh, persuasive spiritual leader that what I hear from people a lot is, you know, there's so many things in our world today that could use some help or, you know, some direction. But I look at all the things to choose from and I just get overwhelmed. And having said that, then most people do nothing. <laughs> they just say, okay, you know, I'll go back to what I was doing, and oh well, I felt tired just thinking about it, so I did nothing. Whereas you recognized a need and put it in something that's relatively simplistic, easy to understand, opens to the heart of a child, and before you know it, you already have a movement. <laughs> and so it's a great. I mean, it's twofold for me. One is, obviously, to see this great message of Josephine and the gum wrapper going out in the world. Uh, But the deeper message is everybody could be like Bob Bester and your company, Mystic Playground Productions, and do one small thing. And if everybody with almost 7 billion people on the planet today would do one small thing, then nobody would have a whole lot left to do, would they? Correct. And that's it. I think you hit it exactly. It's, it's the small things that, that one must pay attention to, that, that we can do our part. And if we just all work together, I mean, my conversations with people, you know, it, it's opening their, their minds just to the fact that, okay, I'm on vacation, I'm in a hotel, so I'm going to use a new towel every time I take a shower instead of reusing the, the clean one, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard people say that, you know, since speaking with you, you know, I've, I've carried that, that water bottle till I found a recycle place. And I think that that's what I'm hoping is going to happen, that, you know, this is a global issue. And, I mean, Josephine could be Ingrid or Mei Ling or... You know, anybody. Mm-hmm. Josephine just happens to be our illustrator's daughter. Yes. We're all in this together, you know, and we are all one. That, that's the, the whole unity concept. And it, it's like we're the only species on this planet that takes more than we need. And we really have to look at what we're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so true. And, yeah. Well. The fact that you have moved um, a sense of passion 
uh, much further than, oh, wow, that just really, you know, touched me and isn't that great and, you know, yada, yada. But you've taken actually uh, an epiphany and put it into a place of participation. And I love that, from passion to participation. Tell us a little bit, because I'm sure the um, listening audience is interested. How did this come about for you, Bob? What kind of insight or epiphany or what occurred that, that touched you to, to move into a place to participate? Well, I think it's this whole idea of, you know, just, just waking up. I, uh, when my daughter was young, we wrote a series of bedtime stories. And um, I've read those to people and they thought, well, you should do something with this. And over the past few years, you know, I've read a lot of books and I started to notice an, inc- an increase like in litter. And it got to the point where I just couldn't knowingly walk past it. I'd walk by and it would touch me and I'd have to go back and pick it up. You know, I think it was... Um, you know, so so many people have said it, but I, I, I think Marianne Williamson, she said, once we've begun down this spiritual path, there's no turning back. And I mean, you know, this whole idea of I know and God knows, you know, how it, it's just not right. <laughs> and I think that it's, and I don't think people are basically just doing it maliciously. I I spoke with Two people the other week, one was actually discussing the book and coming to work for Mystic Playground Productions, reached in, grabbed a stick of gum out of her purse, and threw the wrapper on the ground. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) While we're talking about litter. And I don't even think she knew she did it. Mm. It's it's just, uh, you know, too much. I think everybody's just like too wrapped up, too busy. We need to... Get back to birth, to nature. And, uh, you know, as you said, in the words of Alan Watts, that, you know, this is our gift, and we need to treat it as such. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's another significant reason of why I love Unity Online Radio, is because it's reaching people globally, about possibilities of the way they think, uh, the values they hold, and hopefully and knowingly moving and transcending some of those values to a way of being. And mm-hmm. one of the things that that I feel strongly about is we must have more spokespeople in the world, you know, like yourself, that are saying, come on, everybody, uh, this is simple. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, you can do it on the streets that you live on. You can teach community by showing that you have pride in where you live and how you exist. And you can show some value for Mother Earth. I um, last, let's see, year before last, I was at Chautauqua Institute. It's outside of Buffalo, New York. And I was looking in the catalog of the various teachings there. In my case, I happened to be there teaching unity and what, you know, what unity means and what it represents. And there's thousands of people that, lifelong learners, that go through this institution during the summer. And one of the classes they were teaching is um, how to encourage children 
and to teach them the value of of being, uh, you know, in nature. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I can tell you, I laughed, and yet I, I cried at the same time. I went, oh my gosh, are we, is this where we are? Um, it could, it, you know, that something that is so natural, have we, have we almost replaced what's natural to us uh, to now come back to, okay, this is natural and it needs to be important uh, to you for you to value Mother Earth and being outdoors and understanding uh, animals and coexisting on the planet with creatures and, and those kind of things. I just thought. You know, first of all, I'm appreciative of what they're doing. So uh, it's a wonderful thing. It was just for me like a wake-up call, like, oh, my goodness, we, we must get going. <laughs> we must have mm-hmm. more people like Bob Bester writing writing books. I want to let everybody know that they can go to your website. It's mysticplaygroundproductions.com. So it's Mystic Playground productions.com and you can find out not only about Josephine and the gum wrapper but you can also find out other stories that are teaching and impacting kids uh, globally as to be a difference maker the whole idea is to inspire readers with action stories of goodness and acts of kindness to see that every person can make a difference in the world. I also want to thank our audience today for your significant donations and how you are continuously supporting Unity Online Radio. We are very grateful for that. We're in over 120 countries now. Uh, our word is uh, getting out there in the world today, and we greatly appreciate the donations that you make. We're also very excited that now you can download on your um, iPhone or your Android, uh, this radio show itself. And so you can listen to us anytime, wherever you are. I'm Temple Hayes with Bob Vester today, and we'll be right back. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. If you've ever wondered how a specific Bible verse might be interpreted metaphysically, then Interpret This is for you. In Interpret This, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley answers your questions about the Bible and how to apply its verses to your life with passion, depth, and spiritual insight. To submit a question or to enjoy any of his numerous metaphysical interpretations, visit unity.org and click on the Interpret This box.
Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists discussing things like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Oh, no, no, no. He has a list of upcoming guests that sounds like a roll call of the Interfaith Council. Rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better. He's going to introduce a topic and let them go for it. Imagine having a rabbi and a Catholic priest talking about Jesus as a Jew, or asking a biblical literalist to explain creationism to a liberal Christian Bible scholar. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? (laughs) If I know Dr. Tom, he'll keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So, let's talk about it. Definitely, let's. Thank you for tuning in for From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at amazing at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. So welcome back, everyone. Um, this is a great show that we have on today, From Good to Amazing, because that's exactly what we're talking about. Um, there's very few things that get closer to my heart than children and the difference that children can make um, in the lives locally to the people that love them and that they know, but also globally as well. And our guest today, Bob Bester, has written a, a book, soon to be bestseller. It is called uh, Josephine and the Gum Wrapper, a story about a little girl who realizes that uh, dropping that gum wrapper as litter could make all the difference in the world, so much so that she goes on her own journey and teaches other people the value of no trash monsters. And this has become such a divine idea. I love that uh, quote, Bob, that says there's one thing stronger than all the armies of the world, and that's an idea whose time has come. Mm-hmm. And and so we'll just hold that this one is just like that. <laughs> that is an idea whose time has come. And you were telling us at break how people have been writing you now from Canada, from California, from all over, wanting bumper stickers to promote this idea. And also people that are ordering the book. Again, the book is called Josephine and the Gum Wrapper. And you can purchase it on Amazon.com or through Balboa Press, Barnes & Noble. Or uh, if you happen to be in the Tampa Bay area, you can definitely drop by Wings Bookstore and pick it up here and have a personal experience with Bob Bester. Bob, um, you've talked about a little bit with us about the connection in your daughter and the seeing the value of one person making a difference and how that can have the rippling effect. 
What is your intention with the Mystic Playground Productions? Is there a particular direction there that you're hopeful for for the company? Is it nonprofit or for profit? Or I think it's um, it's it's a beautiful concept. And tell us what your ideas are, at least right now, with it. Sure. Um, this the whole idea is you know, um, like I was saying earlier, it started with some bedtime stories, a series of bedtime stories that I wrote with my daughter, oh gosh, nine, ten years ago now. And they, they pretty much sat. And when I met my wife at Unity, um, we started sort of with a long-distance relationship. She was attending the Unity in Roanoke, Virginia. I was here, and I started to read her these bedtime stories. And she thought they should... Uh, you know, there was a very strong message here and that we should do something with it. So Josephine actually came about, I think, more as a process, you know, just noticing that litter is, is it's out of hand. And, you know, just articles that, that would be seen in the paper of, you know, I don't know. Uh, in fact, you can go to the website and we, we have some blogs there's actually um, some some floating garbage out in the Pacific, twice the size of the state of Texas. Uh, scientists, I think, affectionately call it the uh, North Pacific Pacific Garbage Patch. But you know that's one thing. But what I don't think the people see is this plastic and things. It's starting to to break down and the fish are eating it. So now the fish are becoming toxic. And, you know, we really have to look at what we're doing. Um, the stories of Chickadee Hollow, which were, uh, which will be out in 2012 here, they, they just, each book has a little lesson that I'm hoping a parent can just share with a child, such as like what could happen if you wander off or the, the value in, in sharing you know, just it's it's just about kindness and goodness. To you know, let's 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 just get back to you know our being and and work together with nature and and just slow it down a little bit and open our eyes. And I I really think you know there's a shift occurring, and I am, we all feel it. And and this is like our call to action. It's it's now's the time. Mm-hmm. So we're just hoping through our books and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to continue to put news bits on the blog and things, just, you know, uh, things that do make a difference. You know, so often when you, you look at the news, whatever, it's all negative. We're, we're going to, you know, put up things about the positive. If, if uh, an organization is doing a cleanup, we'd love to hear about it and get it out there. And, you know, if anybody wants these bumper stickers, there's a spot on the website they can, you know, send for those and put them out. And we're, we're just hoping to uh, kind of reclaim, you know, what's ours and, and make it as beautiful as we can. Um, I was in Virginia in, in the Blue Ridge Parkway uh, driving along with my wife, and here are deer and fireflies and, you know, mountains, things you know, I, I don't see that much in Tampa Bay. And there's a white styrofoam, like, burger container laying there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it just 
blows the whole thing. So, uh, you know, and, and what, does it, what does it hurt to stop the car and pick that up? You know, let's help each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, again, and what, I, what I feel is so moving about the book is it's just so simple. If every mm. person listening to the show would make a decision that starting today, every time they pass a piece of litter that they would pick it up, before you know it, um, it, it would be huge as far as the difference that it that it would make, for sure. Right. Um, I was um, at speaking at a uh, community in Sarasota, and it was a Sunday morning, and I had arrived earlier than everyone else, and it was a meeting hall, and I couldn't believe outside of this beautiful place um, that was overlooking the water, all the litter that was out there, it was just appalling to me, so I took a bag and was picking it all up, and a guy (laughs) that was coming to the talk, you know, he said to me, he said, well, hello, good morning. Are you the groundskeeper? (laughs) And I said, as a matter of fact, I am. Um, And as a matter of fact, so are you. Actually, we all are, you know, the groundskeeper because it's our responsibility to take care of this beautiful planet, you know, this great earth in which we live. So. Right, right. It's like, why are you stopping to pick up that trash? I guess the question is, why aren't you? You know, why isn't everyone? Mm-hmm. And that, that's all we're trying to do is just just get it wake to wake up. We we have plans for some ad, additional Josephine adventures, and the next one is actually, you know, being in Florida. Uh, we see a lot of this, like in the waterways and, and the beaches. So Josephine has a little adventure with a, a, a sea turtle and a mermaid. Uh, that we're working on, and and we're hoping we can take this, you know, to to different, you know, like a, a mountain, uh, you know, to uh, just just get the get the whole the whole encompass the whole world, you know, just different areas that we can make a difference. I, you know, one small thing by one person is something, but if we all chip in and just, you know, do our part, we can make a big, big difference. Mm -hmm. Well, I think about, you know, when we had the oil spill in Florida and how Mm -hmm. a number of us, uh, I don't know if you were a part of that or not, but, you know, we were just bombarded with the news of, you know, oh, it was hopeless. And yet there were many of us that kind of took to heart the words of Mother Teresa in that, it doesn't really serve us to be against something of where we can benefit as a culture, as a group, as a, as a world, is to be for something. So a lot of us uh, gathered forces, and we met over at St. Pete Beach, and there were hundreds of us holding hands across the beach line. Were you there for that? Uh, no, uh, I wasn't. It, it was so powerful. And we were all just holding the space um, that the water would clear and that, you know, all would be well. And we just did that repeatedly. And you could hear voices all the way up the beach line, you know, affirming that. And it was just so powerful. And indeed, it made 
a significant difference um, in the impact that we felt here or that we didn't feel here, probably better said. So, yeah, just little steps that people can take that are that are small if we can get people to understand that it's not hard, it's not complicated, it's not the one more thing. Um, it actually can be something that can give you satisfaction, motivate you, uh, decrease your stress. I imagine since you started this project uh, that you have a lot more excitement and enthusiasm about everyday life than you had before. Am I right? Yes. Yes, you are. And this is it. It's, it's engaging with the children. And, and this, this is what I'm seeing, that the, the kids really have it. It's, it's, it's when I see, I see the adults, they're the ones that are like cleaning their cars out in somebody's parking lot, mm-hmm. you know, the, the children get it. And that's, that's sort of what we're hoping on the, on the books is, you know, an adult will be reading this to a child and hopefully the adult will, will, will get the message. I, I would guess that the, the energy must have been incredible there on St. Pete Beach. I'm, I don't think I was aware of that when it, I would have loved to have been there. And, and that's what I think, you know, we're just finding out as, as, as humans, the, the significance of thought and, and energy, you know, it, this, it really works. And, it, and as you say, it, it doesn't take a lot of effort. And if we just all work together, I mean, we can see a, a wonderful difference. I'm sure we can. And um. we are. Yes, we are. And uh, tell us some ways that um, our listening audience could could help you in supporting uh, this great vision that you have. Well, what we'd like to do is, you know, we would like to uh, post on our website uh, good news, you know, cleanup programs, um, you know, maybe maybe some unnecessary, you know, abuses to earth that have been stopped. Uh, we'd love to send out a bumper sticker and, and, you know, just create awareness that way. You know, people, I've seen it. I'll be walking up to my car and somebody will say, huh, I wonder what that is. And, and I can hear them say the name of the website, you know, aloud. And I think that's, that's where we have to start. It's, uh, it's not only just do not, you know, drop your trash, but actually take the time to, to pick someone else's up. And I think collectively, the more people see this, the more they're going to think about it. it it's this whole idea of, you know, the spiritual shift that's, that's coming and, you know, I've heard things in my life, you know, the same thing said different ways, but then one of those ways finally clicks. And uh, just this whole idea of, oh my gosh, we don't want trash monsters. I'm hoping that's going to like be a, a message, you know, that might catch on. Oh yeah, I'm sure it will. I'm totally sure. Are you in some of the schools now? Uh, we're we're just starting to get involved in this. Uh, we the book did make it into uh, the local libraries. 
my wife has dedicated herself, Sarah, to um, promoting this idea. She's she's going out to other libraries. We want to read the book in hospitals, you know, children's hospitals, schools, you know, wherever we can we can make it happen. Um, we're hoping, you know, if from proceeds of sales to the of the books that we can offer some books, you know, say to the lobbies of hospitals. And, uh, you know, some of our hospitals here in this area, and I'm from Wisconsin, the, some of the leading hospitals are the, in these places. And if someone just in a waiting room reads this and carries that with them to wherever they're from, you know, we're hoping it's just going to, you know, kind of spread on its own. Kind of have just um, kind of have a fire of its own and um, right, right. And light spread. the spark, you know. Yeah, get the light the fuse and 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 spread the word. Well, I just want to say again that the book Josephine and the Gum Wrapper is written for children for all ages, and it creates this wonderful emphasis that children can understand and comprehend. And it also has that great rippling effect that they can share with their children and the other children and their teachers and their community. It can also make a great community project uh, for some of you that are early enough into the school year that you're looking for a various project. This book would be the one that, that you could use. To be mindful right. of yet again that you can go on the website Mystic Playground Productions. Dot com, and you can watch a video on YouTube where Bob actually reads the story, and that's where you can order the book. You can write blogs and various things for them to uh, stay in the know of what's going on with the No Trash Monsters. Yeah, that the thing is, see, when we we began this, you know, people were talking about, oh, you know, you need to be on ebook, and I see the. I see the need for that, but to me, you know, the the idea of a book, to hold it in your hand and to take the time, it, it connects parents with their children. I mean, it's this quality time, and then if there's, there's you know, just little messages and lessons to be learned along the, the way, you know, there's, a, there's an added bonus. Mm-hmm. Oh, that by itself is a rich conversation right there. We're going to break, and we'll be right back. And, Bob, I want to talk to you more about that because that's something that we really do need to give some attention to in our society today. From good to amazing parents that spend time with their children.
If you've ever wondered how a specific Bible verse might be interpreted metaphysically, then Interpret This is for you. In Interpret This, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley answers your questions about the Bible and how to apply its verses to your life with passion, depth, and spiritual insight. To submit a question or to enjoy any of his numerous metaphysical interpretations, visit unity.org and click on the Interpret This box. Are you ready for the next steps on your spiritual path? If you are, you won't want to miss the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. Essential insights and practices from the ancient yoga science of self-realization show us how to live healthier, happier, more balanced lives. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and realize your infinite potential, tune in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to From Good to Amazing with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And so welcome, everyone. Uh, We've been spending this hour of time with Bob Bester, local Tampa Bay author and head of Mystic Playground Productions. And you can go to Bob's website that he shares this adventure along with his wife, Sarah Whitney, in the creation of Mystic Playground Productions, offering various uh, teaching tools and books, blogs that inspire individuals to take action for goodness and kindness. Their ultimate value is to see these teachings bring peace and love to the world. Well, I feel, Bob, as, as I know you do very strongly, uh, really, that's the entire unity message, isn't it? The, mm. the unity message is that within each of us, there is the ability to be a change maker and to make a difference in the world. And you had alluded to me um, along the way that unity has made a difference in your life, which has kind of gotten you into this place of um, being the change maker that you you are today. Tell us about that. Well, yeah, it, it, it was sort of an interesting journey, and I feel I was led right to the Unity campus. I, uh, I moved from Wisconsin to St. Pete back in the 80s, and uh, work took me into Sarasota, a you know, wonderful spiritual town. And um, I started becoming interested in, in, in labyrinths, and uh, there was a, a, the Unity Church in Sarasota had a... Uh, a labyrinth, and as it was, work brought me back to St. Pete, and I recall I actually was, uh, I was looking to attend a, a Wednesday night meeting on the campus, and I arrived a little early. I had to find, I wasn't sure where I was going, so I, I, I found the campus, and I, I just walked into the, 
the sanctuary, I, I just wanted to, to check out the energy. And as I walk in, here are Tibetan crystal bowls being played. And the energy was just so wonderful. And this, this feeling of, wow, this is it. This is, this is sort of what I've been seeking, you know, uh, missing perhaps in, in my life. And I followed into that for, you know, a few Wednesday evenings, and then I came to a Sunday service. And, my gosh, that was probably uh, a year and a half ago now. I, my cat's making a little background noise. She was just a kitten at the time. And uh, just the feeling, the message of, you know, we, we, are, we are all here together. We are all one just really resonated with me. There, you know, it, it wasn't some of the uh, religions that I had been exposed to in my, you know, young, younger days. Um, I just knew I belonged there. And it wasn't shortly thereafter that uh, I met, which is now my wife, Sarah. And uh, I don't know, I if circumstances take me to to miss a a Wednesday night or a week, I really feel the loss. I mean, I I feel this has really become an important part of of like the life energy, you know, and uh, the creativity, the inspiration. It's it's just a whole whole wonderful way of life, and. Uh, I'm really grateful to Unity for that. Um, it's just, you know, as as we're mentioning here, I've I've gone from, you know, good, and everything is now becoming becoming amazing. Um, the Chickadee Hollow set of books, uh, you know, as Josephine is is, she's more more going after the uh, ecological standpoint, um, the characters in Chickadee Hollow, what, the, what they're doing is, uh, actually, it's a set of 28 little bedtime stories. They take place in this Chickadee Hollow is the name of the enchanted place. And each book has a little sort of a, a sub-story in it. Um, one of my favorite uh, episodes, per se, is a, a pony starts to dance with a butterfly and wanders off away from his mother and gets lost. Um, the, the mother enlists the help of a, a bird, the main character of the book, who finds the, you know, the young horse and, and returns her to her mother. And what we try to touch on is, you know, the, how how this little pony you know caused some sadness and fear into the mother, and what I'm what I'm seeing, what my vision is, as the parent and child reading this story close the book, it will give them an opportunity to you know say, oh, remember last week at the zoo or the mall when we couldn't find you, you know, and and just teach little lessons along the way, and and that's. And I think it's this whole, it's the whole unity message, you know, just, it's about caring and, and love and sharing. Um, 
and that was the whole possible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of this would have been possible. You know, my wife saw it, heard it and, and thought we need to, this would be a wonderful thing to put out. So that's our next big step is to, uh, get Chickadee Hollow off the ground. Well, good for her. And it's just so evident that, you know, just like when the Fillmore's started Unity, you just take the first step. And I think that's one of the things that stops people from fulfilling a vision or moving forward with the great nudge that they have about being a difference maker is they get too bombarded with the details and the minutiae. You know, and how am I going to do all this by myself when they don't understand that the biggest thing that's required to fulfill any kind of passion like that is the decision to do it. And that's, to me, another um, evident teaching about, you know, your being on the show and, and my excitement about having you on the show is you started out with this idea that people were validating when you would tell them about it, they'd go, you know, that's a great idea. (laughs) And you heard it a few times. But as you uh, heard it uh, enough, you said, you know, I am going to commit to that idea. And once you made the commitment, it was the lack of commitment that was kind of in the way, if you will. Because once you made the commitment, all these steps started falling into place. The people came forward. The phone calls started happening. Someone designed the website. I mean, ultimately, it all came together very quickly after that, didn't it? Yes, yes. But what I'd like to do is take that back just a little bit. When I first walked into Unity, you know, you, you know the, the, the ego, you know, oh, you know, that will never happen or... You know, you can't do that. You're less than, you know, that's for other people. And I think that the the whole idea, the whole, the, the, the positiveness and the, you know, it's just, it, it's almost ineffable to, to explain the change that occurred in me. It was as though everything happened and nothing happened. You know, but it it woke me up to my true self. You know, you, you, you can do this. You have a wonderful idea, you know, proceed. And the encouragement from the other, you know, folks in the church. And it just began the the whole ball rolling, you know. It helped me to uh, really sort of return to to who I am before the ego, uh, you know, started to beat me down. Yeah, if we can just if we can just move our our personality out of the way a bit, there's something very magical about spirit that wants to reveal itself, isn't there? Oh yes, yes indeed, and that's the thing: the intuition, the the creativity. You know, once once these barriers are broken down, it's all right there, and it was never gone. It was just sort of hidden. It's beautiful, the process. I'm really enjoying it. Well, and so is the uh, everyone around you benefiting from your taking a step forward. I'd like to remind everybody that we're listening today to Robert Bester. He is a Tampa Bay author, 
uh, by Balboa Press. You can purchase his book, Josephine and the Gum Wrapper, uh, on Amazon.com, or you can go to the website, Mystic Playground Productions. You can not only find out about Josephine and the Gum Wrapper, which is a wonderful story, it's releasing a national campaign with the slogan that's teaching children to be mindful of the need to clean up America and to keep America clean and beautiful. It's one step, one day, one moment at a time, and together we can all make a difference. You can also go on the website and you can look at the other books that Bob and his friends have written, Tales of Chickadee Hollow, The Vanishing Creek. And Bob, you also have another book that will be out very soon in the new year, don't you? Uh, there's one that my my wife, Sarah, has come come up with, and it's really cute. Uh, it actually, it's, it's from our cat's perspective, called Shiva's Tale. And uh, she's really, really seemed to pick up on something here. It's, uh, this cat is, it's sort of a, a zen-like cat, and it's, it's just a, about her life. And it's a cute little book. We're going to work on that one uh, more. Uh, the main thing we're doing right now is is getting Josephine out there, and you know I think you touched on it. It's the kids are are definitely our future, and if if we can just you know kind of get the mindset of let's help, let's not take, let's give. I mean, who knows? There's you know I'm hoping there's a child out there that will figure out how to harness electricity from lightning, you know, this sort of thing. And if we can just get them on the right path, you know, looking looking for that, you know, spark of preservation and helping our planet, who knows what could come from it. And but what we have to do is have a have a beautiful planet, you know, to work to work with and live live in, live with. Absolutely, and to continue to be part of. Well, I read a book one time, I believe it was A Thousand and One Ways, uh, Why You Should Read to Your Children. Uh, So for those of you that are listening that have been thinking about, uh, that would be great for you to start having those bedtime stories or that family time and read to your child. This would be a winning book for you to have, Josephine and the Gum Wrapper. Not only a great story, but teaching your children how they can make a difference, be it through picking up um, trash, be it from a lemonade stand, be it from kindness. There's always one step. But this book will definitely get your family going in the right direction. It's been great having you with us today, Bob. Really appreciate you being on the show And we just see for you in advance much success and that you are moving your entire community and other people from good to amazing. Thank you for being with us. Oh, it's certainly been my pleasure. I really appreciate it. And uh, together we can make a difference. Yes, we already are. Thank you, Bob. Mm -hmm. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern for more tools to move your life from good to amazing. 
This program is brought to you in part by Temple Hayes Ministries Online at www.templehays.org and First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. Online at www.unitycampus.org. The Unity Message is universal, uniting, empowering, and transformational. Carrying this message to the world with the power of music and song are scores of singers and songwriters who dedicate their extraordinary gifts to helping heal the world and spread the message of unity and oneness. These are the Messengers of Unity. We salute the Messengers of Unity. to Pazapalooza, Music That Matters with host Richard McDesey to hear the music and the artists who are changing the world one song at a time. Fridays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe. Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die... 
They don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.